I love this story. Carolyn Jasinski, who's out on her half lap of Australia in the RV with the dog and the husband, got bogged in some sand in the outback. They were miles from anywhere. She wasn't exactly sure where. But after um, checking what could happen, she tried to CB radio, did not work. She called, um, she went to her, turned to her mobile phone and found that there was an emergency number uh, button there. And it actually calls triple O, which in Australia uh, will get you police, fire or ambulance. And uh, anyway, even without a mobile signal, this number worked. She ended up speaking to somebody from Telstra who switched her through to Darwin Police. And uh, she explained that she was rescued by, ultimately, by the owner of a nearby property, a man named Noel Mitchell of Burdham Creek Station. And Carolyn reckons he's a real hero because there is a serious risk of perishing if you're caught without water in the outback of Australia. It's 35 degrees Celsius, say, and uh, this is desert country. It's very, very real risk in Australia's outback, but they were fine. They've lived to tell you the story. Without any phone signal, out in the middle of Whoop Whoop West, she (laughs) managed to get through to somebody because they bogged the RV. Carolyn, what is the story? Oh just my a gosh. magic rescue story or what? It, it is. It's it's a rescue story that I never wanted to tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> it should never have happened. Rick right. and I, we're in a 7.2 metre motorhome. It's a big, heavy beast of a thing. We just know we don't do off-road because we just know it's not worth doing. Right. So here we are on our half lap of Australia. We've got as far as Daly Waters and we've, we've had a great time there and... We're on our way to Mataranka for the hot springs. And it's only about 100 k's. Rick has a, a little vape every now and then. So we stopped at this little pull-off because it had a, a tourist sign saying World War II Historic Number 45 Hospital. So the Stuart Highway during during the war was a staging area in case we got invaded. So we pull into this little tourist spot. There's no historic site there, but there is a dirt road that leads out the back. And Now, it's a very good dirt road. It's like a lot of the dirt roads in the outback. So we thought, oh, it must be just down the road a little bit. So we followed it. We thought it'd be a couple of hundred metres. Well, we got about a kilometre and Rick's starting to sweat a bit. (laughs) And he's saying, where have you taken me? And I'm there, well, it's got to be back here somewhere. The sign pointed to it. Mm -hmm. So we kept going. Now, on our left is a barbed wire fence. And on our right is a rise of about, it's a foot. A sharp rise, more than you could drive over. a wall so we can't turn around anywhere no. and we've come too far to reverse anywhere so we're going along and and uh, things are getting a bit heated and we're getting a bit worried and we're thinking oh my god they should have had a sign at the start saying four-wheel drive only or private property not a tourist sign saying this is the way to go to a historic site so anyway we're driving along and we finally get to this little part where we thought oh we could risk taking the motorhome up and then trying to do a a 64 point of 64 point turn we the motorhome was longer than what the track was wide yeah so we slowed down for this little area and we get bogged so you got bogged in what we got in sand black sand we're bogged so we get out we're trying not to panic and we're doing all those things that i've seen on documentaries like we get out the the levelers and we get out our little spade that's that's a fold-up spade (laughs) so it's it's better for outback you know number twos rather than outback bogs of this kind yeah sure (laughs) so 
So we're trying to dig it out, and the more we dig, the worse it's getting. So we're oh. we're up to our front axle. Then we said, oh, we can't we can't do this. We tried to collect a bit of wood, thinking we'd be able to get traction. I'm still recovering from ankle surgery, so I'm hobbling yeah, you're around. you're hopeless, right? <laughs> okay. And uh, so, the, the car's driven off the front wheels, right? Or the RV? Yes, yeah. yes, okay. it is. Yeah. So it's not so a four-wheel drive? and No, so we're just bogged good and proper. So we hopped back into the RV and we thought, we'll try the CB radio. There was no, no answer on that. So. Right. On your phone, this is a big tip for anyone going out the back. If you have no mobile reception, yeah. uh, you can still dial triple O and you'll get a rescue service. So you'll you'll get somebody from Telstra answer you know, police, fire or ambulance. Oh, okay. And I've got here on my I've looked at looked at my phone. Emergency mode on it says. Yes. So so if you if you swipe on there you'll get connected or if you dial triple zero you're connected. So so we did that, got through, and the people on the other end just police fire ambulance. And Rick said, oh, I don't know who I want. <laughs> we're stuck in the middle of nowhere. We don't know where we are, and we're bogged, and we need help police fire or ambulance. They don't want to know. They just oh. want to put you through. So we went through to police. Right. What state? Northern Territory. Where? Are, what's, what town? Well, we don't know. Halfway between Daly Waters and Mataranka. What town? Uh, probably close to Larimar. So... <laughs> So that's it. You have to kind of know where you are. Mind you, we've got we've got, got GPS, maps. haven't you? Yeah, but you've got no mobile reception. Yeah, right. We, we had downloaded maps to have offline, so we knew kind of where we were. Here's another tip. The other thing you can do if you get lost is Google Maps, even if you don't have reception, is you can open it up and you can tap on the little pinpoint that shows where you are, and it actually comes up with your latitude and longitude. Right. So this was stuff that I didn't know, which is brilliant. The police were so good. They said, just tap on that, and it came up with our exact coordinates. So we thought, right, this is good. We're going to be saved. So, were you thinking you'd so, be staying the night, were you? Oh, absolutely. We didn't know what was going to go on. One unusual thing is you can call them, but they can't call you back, and I'm not sure why. But okay. So we got put through to Sergeant George, and he was just amazing very calming and he said look i'm going to help you i'll get you out so he said but you'll have to call me back because i've got to go try a few things and then i can't call you so give me half an hour and call me back so we did that and mind you we got bogged at about 10 30 in the morning and then this is you know getting on to probably one o'clock and it's and it's hot very hot it's about 35 degrees have you and they check if you've got enough food and water we said yes we're fine because we've stocked up the motorhome we it's kind of a first world bogging because we just turned the gas on and kept the fridge going yeah i can imagine you're <laughs> Rick laughing did make a coffee yeah <laughs> okay so we called him back and he said right bad news is that the aant which is the northern territory version of the racv or the yeah. raa you know automobile mm -hmm. association don't want to know anything about bogged vehicles so you're out of luck there and i thought well that's very handy what do you pay for second thing was he said i've got onto daily waters and they have a recovery team so they can come out but it's going to cost you 500 dollars. wow and we said absolutely because what choice have we got but mm. yes please so then he had to ring them back so we had to give him another half an hour and call him back and he said they're on their way if you don't hear from anybody in two or three hours call me back so three hours go past and we haven't heard from anyone so we call back again and each time you get police fire or ambulance so by this stage we've learnt just to say darwin police we're near larimar 
Sergeant George said, well, I've just been on to them again and they couldn't find you to start with. So they went to Larimar and checked, hadn't heard any news there, but then they found the coordinates we gave them. They had mm. exact our exact position, but they can't get down that track. And we said, well, we got down the track, but they had a tow truck. Oh. And we said, well, I said, well, we told everybody that we're in a motorhome. And so anyway, they just went away. And they said, oh, they might be able to come back in the morning just with a four-wheel drive. So I said to Sergeant George, any way you know who owns this land we're on? I think we're on Burdham Station. So he goes, give me half an hour, call me back again. So, <laughs> so we did. And it was brilliant. He said, Noel Mitchell is the owner of Burdham Creek Station. He's coming out to get you. Oh, so he said, fantastic. he'll be there in about 20 minutes. So almost exactly on time, this rusty old Nissan Navara comes up the track. Mm. We can see the dust going up into the air. So Noel turns up and what a champion. This man is just so lovely. A very no-nonsense farmer. Didn't want to talk much. <laughs> probably thinking bloody tourists yeah he tried to attach his chain and his snap snap strap front of the motorhome couldn't attach it so he mounted the bush in his old nissan yeah comes up around the back and he drags us out the back way so we're on hard ground again just out of the out of the bog right so he said right now i want you to get a good run up and he said and go straight ahead he said avoid those ruts that you were in and he said go straight towards that gate right at the end of the track and we're, oh, my God. The gate to his yard was a few hundred metres down the track. But the track got worse. Oh, so the black sand was really serious, was it? Uh, yeah, so, so we're firing along and then we <laughs> we get almost to the gate, but there's an old railway. And we thought, oh, cool, we can't get over that. So we got bogged again. <laughs> oh, no. And he's still with you, though. Yeah, yeah, he's behind us. So now oh. he has to come around the front again. He could, could mount the bush again. And this time he had to go back to his station and get a D-shackle so he could attach the chain. So oh. so the D-shackle solved that. He, he could attach. So in the end, four toes out of bogging situations and he gets us into his property. Right. And, and, so, and it's not over yet, though, because... The, the track back to his place is still pretty bad. So he towed us a lot of the way, uh, and we couldn't see things. So You're much going cross dirt. country at this point. You're not on a road. Yeah, yeah no, we're on his on his property. It was oh. still a, it was a track. He called it a track. So, oh. and, and he could get around there in his old Nissan. But yeah. poor thing though. We five gates later. This property's huge. Yeah. And five gates later, and we're we're at his house, and he says, right. Just take that last gate, turn right out that dirt road. It's a good dirt road. And he said, five k's down the track, you'll hit Larimar. So we were so close. And then we tried to give him the money that it was going to cost the recovery team. Yeah. But he wouldn't He wouldn't take a cent. You're kidding. Wouldn't Wouldn't have a bar of it. He actually got a little bit annoyed. Oh, really? And there, yeah, he, got a, he said, no, nah, no, nah, nah. He said, this is what we do. And he's... Uh, He'd hit his head. He had blood pouring down his face. And I said, let me fix this up for you. And he goes, ah, I'll be right. And I said, have you got someone inside that can... He goes, what do I want a wife for? Ah. And the neighbour... When the neighbours got one... He <laughs> 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 was just salt of the earth. He was just such a lovely, lovely man. But, you know, he, he didn't want to talk. I wanted to interview him and do all this stuff out there just to say thank you and give yeah. him money. I said to him, "Where do you? where's your favourite pub? No, nah, no, nah, don't go to the pub. I said, well, where do you do your shopping? He goes, ah, down Catherine. Right. And I said, anywhere in particular? No, no, I know what you're after. You're yeah, not giving me anything. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, so I couldn't even, you know, go to Woolies and Catherine and 
give money for his next shopping trip or anything. You just right. wouldn't let me help. But honestly, Noel Mitchell from Burnham Creek Station is an absolute champion. You're a legend. Carolyn Jasinski there, rescued from the outback by a kind local station owner, Noel Mitchell, who, who would not accept anything in return. That's the spirit of the outback for you. And that brings our first hour to a close. But do stay tuned to J Air 88 FM as we'll be back with the second hour of Travel Writers Radio. See you. 